so anyway, so yesterday, uh, the president, and and rightfully so, he's he's uh, been taking on water quite a bit here in the last six months with impeachment and COVID, and and now what's happened to George Floyd, um, and the and the reaction by police departments around the country, all of that. He goes out and he touts that this is a great jobs report, 2.5 million jobs. He tried, trots out Steve Mnuchin and Larry Kudlow. And uh, now, not seven hours after that, the Times said that it was maybe a misclassification error that made it look better than what it really was. Where are we, JP? Was this really good news yesterday? If it was, how good news was it? Yeah, you know, I think it's a lot of people in their best interest for this to have looked good, right? Obviously, for the administration, uh, for stock, you know, look at stock price soared on the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Mark Twain said, "There's lies, damn lies, and then there's statistics." <laughs> so, I mean, you know, people use the numbers in their favor. Obviously, when it, it works for them, they're going to use the numbers. But let's be clear. Um, you know, even if this is wrong, what the BLS, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, is saying that instead of uh, what thirteen or thirteen three percent? It's maybe sixteen percent. Um, I think it was expected to be in excess of twenty percent mm-hmm. at this point. So I do think that the economy may be showing some signs of life. I said this. I think maybe last time I was on your show, I have felt all along that people were going to come out of their caves with a lot of pent up buying demand, and there's going to have to be people to serve them, right, and and, and do the work. So. I do know that people are going to go back to work that were furloughed, and um, but but I, I also know that our economy has taken a real smack in the face over this, and I don't believe that we're going to recover that quickly. I, I think the, the, the bright picture may take a little bit longer to develop. Well, Kudlow said yesterday in this uh, news conference, he thought that Quarter, third quarter was going to be very good. He thought fourth quarter was going to be gangbusters in 2021 is going to be off the charts, good, better, or whatever it might have been before all of this hit. I'm just, you know, Kudlow, I, I, watching him on CNBC, you know, he and Kramer, they did a they did a nice show. Kudlow was always the more conservative of the, of the two, and now he works for the Trump administration. How much of a grain of salt do you have to, do you have to take Larry Kudlow's words at? Because he is getting paid. By by the Trump by the federal government by the Trump administration, right? He is, and you know the leader of the BLS came out and, and said, no, 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 don't you know? Don't point fingers at us. We we're not in you know Trump's not coming to us and telling us what to say. We're yeah. eth- you know high ethics, etc. So I think everybody's going to be pointing their fingers at each other and trying to figure out who may or may not be telling the truth. But you know, as you said, Kudlow is one of the more conservative people, but. This economy was overdue for a correction. Are we going to see that this correction happened in the midst of all of this and that we come out of it quick, or is it going to be a slower recovery? I've said it. I'm going to say it again. We've never been here before. We don't have a rule book for this. And people that are trying to predict this based on a playbook that was created in other circumstances are, I think, going to face what we're facing yesterday and today. They're going to be wrong. You know, the economists expected it to be worse than it is. Now it looks like it, it, it may not be as good as it was reported yesterday, but it is better. And, um, you know, people that are predicting that the economy is going to come back into a roaring economy by early 2021, maybe. And I sure hope so. We all do. Um, I mean, Harbor City, what we do in our investment strategy is non-correlated to the market. So we've done well 
even through all of this economic craziness that's happened over the last few months. But there are a lot of people that, you know, their their lives hang in the balances with, um, you know, what the stock market does and what the economy does. And, and yeah, I, I don't think that it's going to be back as fast as maybe some people think. But if we're surprised and it does, then, then good for America. But I do think that there are going to be people going back to work uh, continuously that were maybe thought that it was all over. And I do expect the numbers to continue to improve. JP, here's what I get a lot when I'm just out on the street or people drop me an email or whatever it may be. I get this. I don't play the market. I don't invest in the market. Why should I be concerned about what the market does? It's just a vehicle for people who are rich to get richer. Why should the average person on the street, somebody that might have lost a job, maybe somebody that works you know, paycheck to paycheck, why should they care what the market does from one day to the next or one year to the next? That is a really good point. I don't know about the statement of it's just a way for the rich to get richer, but it is definitely um, an ecosystem unto itself. It's one that is, um, the word is regulated, not, but it, it, it fluctuates based on news like yesterday, right? So sure. it can be manipulated. We've seen this before, people that put out a tweet and the, the stock drops or raises and mm -hmm. Magically, we find out that it was good for them later for that move to happen. <laughs> and so uh, that is certainly a case. But here's, I, I believe this. I've said this for the last three months. The stock market is one piece of this. The hidden pain in all of this, and maybe not quite so hidden because we're seeing it, but the hidden pain that's not talked about it as much is Main Street America. Small business owners, non-public companies, many that have had to shut their doors and will never open again, many that have shut their doors and will never be the same again, they'll never get back to the point they were, and a lot of people that have lost their jobs that are going to have to go find other things to do once this starts to come back out of the mud. That, to me, is, is the real world. So it's not that the stock market isn't real, but it, to me it can be manipulated so easily and fluctuate so easily based on perception, yeah. whereas in the small business world, if you sell a product, you put some money in the bank. If you don't sell a product and nobody can come to your stores, you don't put money in the bank. I was talking to a restaurant owner the other day, and he said, somebody please explain to me how I'm supposed to make a living with 25% of the people in my restaurant, yeah. all spread out with space between the table. Someone tried to explain that to me when I was struggling to make a living when I had you know, the house packed. So I, the small business owner is the one I believe that is that's the real world and that's what people need to be paying attention to. It's certainly the one that we feel. Look at how many jobs are provided by our small business owners around sure. the country. Sure, sure, absolutely. J.P. Maroney, he is the CEO of Harbor City Capital, a uh, guy that has uh, watched the economy ebb and flow for many, many years, philanthropist, author. You know, I, I, I think you're dead on there, JP, about, about mainstream America. I can see it where I live. There are stores and shops and restaurants that have closed, and if they come back, it's going to be some sort of miracle. I'm just wondering, we've already seen one aid package for small business. We've already gotten one stimulus check. Some now are saying we should have more, and they're more print more money, give more money away. Is this a problem that can be fixed in throwing money at it? I mean, I mean, if you just throw throw a couple of more trillion dollars at this, it's going to be fine. I think it's it's consumer confidence really that has to come back, and I think that a lot of these people that are getting these stimulus checks 
They're not spending it on the things that it was intended to be spent on. Maybe they're paying off their past bills, which is great. Everybody should should pay off their bills. But actually Thank going you. out yes. and buying things, I don't I don't sense that that that's happening to the degree maybe that the federal government and some of these small businesses wished it would. Can you just solve this by throwing trillions of dollars at it? I think it's a dangerously slippery slope to go down to think that the government can ultimately be the, the white knight on the horse, right? It's, I think it's a it's, it's dangerous place to go. As you said, consumer confidence has to go up. It has to continue to go up. I think we need to get our country open back up and let us do what we do well, which is buying products and services, taking care of people, serving customers, delivering on prom promises, and solving problems. That's how this machine works and how it's going to continue to work, trying to manipulate it. Uh, yes, we needed bailout money. There were a lot of business owners that, that could use the money, and but... Uh, Ken, I don't know if you've been privy to some of these conversations, but I've been in some conversations that are frightful where the finance guys that help make these loans happen and such are talking about some extremely shady deals that are going on behind the scenes with this stimulus money. So I... Shady in what I'm way? Concerned. I mean, what, what, shady in what way, Jay? Meaning it's going to the wrong people, and it's going to people that are, not, as you said, not using it for its intended purpose, and therefore it's not being injected into the economy in a way that's going to make the economy well. Yeah. And that, that worries me. So I think the country needs to open back up. I think that businesses need to get back to doing what they do well. I'm not saying people shouldn't be safe. I'm not saying we shouldn't mitigate against health risk. But we definitely have got this. We've got to get this machine put back into gear. Well, uh, you you know of what you speak. That's why we like having you on, JP. I, I I know that you're bullish on this on this economy that you think it's going to come back. And I agree. I think yesterday was good. I think it was good. It was positive and positive, obviously, for a lot of people. We'll see what the real unemployment rate is here, but much better than what some of the dire forecasts were for for yesterday. Uh, do you sense? Regardless of whether or not these are real stats, uh, I, I would tend to believe they are because I tend to believe that even even Trump and Kudlow and, and Mnuchin, if they really wanted to, I don't think they I don't think they could get to the BLS, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and 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 tweak these numbers. I think it would be very difficult to do without someone of those 2,400 workers uh, spouting off about it. But I'm just wondering, should we expect? The kind, if not in that number of 2.5 million, uh, should we expect positive numbers here going forward in the summer, in June, in July, in August? I think we should. I think people are. Uh, listen, I'm in, I'm out of town right now. We we stayed at a hotel last night. Um, I had a meeting with a business partner and one of our team members this morning. He drove into where I'm at and met with this um, business partner of ours. I, you know, people are are getting back to the the, the business of business. And if we're given an opportunity to do that, yes, I think the numbers will continue to improve. It's not going to mean that people weren't hurt. It's not going to mean that some people won't be out of jobs permanently and, and literally have to maybe retool their careers. It, it doesn't mean any of that. It, it, that those things are still going to happen. But what it does mean is that our economy can get on some sort of a footing and start to climb back out of this thing. Well, wherever you are, you have a great day. J.P. Maroney, CEO of Harbor City Capital. How do people find you, J.P.? Because you talk sense, and I don't often have guests on this show that talk sense. So how can people find you? 
They can look me up, J.P. Maroney, M-A-R-O-N-E-Y, or they can go to harborcity.com. And, you know, I'm more than happy to – people can reach out. We're more than happy to provide any value that we can. I've been an entrepreneur. You said 26 years. I think that bio needs to be rebuilt. It's uh, 30 years this year that I've been building companies, and I've been through everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, and I've seen it. And, and I have a lot of entrepreneurial business-building friends. And uh, we're always happy to support one another and add value any way that we possibly can. Well, I said 26. You said 30. There's a picture of you right there. So I don't know whether you've had any work done, but you look pretty damn good for a guy that's been in business that long, JP. <laughs> Thanks. Good. Clean living, I guess. Thanks. You have a great day. Thank you, JP. Take care. Bye-bye.